listeners. Welcome to the Odafest Podcast. This is episode number 10 of the new season. I'm Jay. I'm Alfred. This is G. And we're here to talk a little bit of Odafest right off the bat. So let's start with Alfred. Oh, wow. Threw it to me quick. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Odafest Pocket returns with our White Day event on March 14th. It'll be held at the Art Commons building in downtown Calgary inside the Engineered Air Theater. Attendance fees are by donation. So whether it's 2 5 or $20, you can have a great time with your fellow Odafest community members at a price you can afford at our mini event at, on March 14th. So... um it's not just showings. I think we'll have a few games and stuff set up as well. Yeah, so. like primarily it will be showings, especially kind of like later on. But mm-hmm. we're going to try to try to have some interactive activities. Yep. Um, for people who don't know what White Day is, it's kind of like the reciprocal event to Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day in Japan. So the girls buy the the guys stuff. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. It's it's. But an, you don't have to. You don't have to engage in that kind of. Yeah. Thing. It's not even just Japanese. I think it's like Asia. I think now. it's a very Asian custom. Yeah. I've heard it's not just Japan. a little bit. In Korea. Korea I think well, it's really think. well known. In yeah. Japan I think I think it's to. pretty popular in Korea uh, yeah. as well. Um, just a reminder that the applications for the following are open. General volunteering, maid cafe, sketch drive, artist alley and exhibitors hall, AMV contest. For in-depth information, visit odafest.com and get your applications in today. And finally, a friendly reminder, reminder to pick up an Odafest 2017 weekend pass online for only $50 before March 15th. That's $10 off the door price. We'll see you all at the TELUS Convention Center on June 30th. So yeah, that's uh, basically wraps it up. We're kind of in uh, a, a weird spot right now in terms of planning Odafest. It is about like three or four mm-hmm. months away, but we do have other events coming up, like other pocket events. So there's this one, and we have some we have other... We Calgary Expo coming up. Yeah, we have Calgary well. Expo coming up. Um, and Suricon, people... we'll be up at Suricon. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's like, people are like, well, those are other cons. It's like, why would that keep you like super busy, even though it's not your event? And the truth is, it's like... Everything that we have to be a part of, we have to think about uh, yeah, like night- what, how we how we want to interact with our yeah, patrons yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, we're working on we always we always work on new we, stuff. We're working and this on even something new. Our promotion on table. Yeah, we're we're working on something new for um, our presence at other cons. Let's just put it that way. So yeah, um, yeah come out to uh, uh, to Expo. You see some new things at our booth. So. Um, I'm pretty excited about what's going to be happening. Um, there's there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, a lot of hopefully. new stuff. So yeah, yeah, well, I mean, with the white day, this is the first time we're doing something for that, and we yeah, hope like, you guys enjoy it. When yeah, we're mostly going to be screening like romantic type animes as well. So a lot of um, you know, uh, it'll be a fun time. Yeah, like yeah. even if you're like, well, I don't really love slice of life, uh, romantic shit. And I can understand that, like, if you don't want to be overwhelmed by that kind of stuff. Like, honestly, it's just about having fun, seeing yeah. people. And, like, if it's, like, a funny anime, for example. Yeah, we'll throw in some parodies fun. as well, like, Gaku and Handsome or something has got me in there. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be good times. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyways, um, <clears throat> interesting bit of news that we have to talk about <laughs> yeah, sorry i'm just dancing around it we're like, a little bit we're all a little bit like i'm kind of like just on pins t- and needles t- about tugging it. on my shirt right now it's just like uh, should, should we talk about this or no but i i think i think it's it's, cool. it's extremely current it's it really pertains to our industry in in general yeah yeah or like the greater internet culture i guess yes so pewdiepie um, who I didn't know was actually contracted to Disney to do like web content. I didn't hear with them. about that. Either. I didn't even know that, right? Um, but apparently, I believe it's because they're under Maker. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like is. It, it, Maker is kind of like uh, almost an like Disney's version of like an indie source source project. Mm-hmm. Basically, there's a whole bunch of YouTubers under a company who's under Disney. Yes, right. So it's like a chain. So PewDiePie is under Disney through this chain. Mm-hmm. But well, he was. Was yes. was um, but and surprisingly, Disney does not like certain opinions. Yeah, being so Disney. Or... Just, yeah, it's kind of odd. Well, <laughs> opinion. I don't know. Okay, let's. It's, you know what? It's not dancing around it. It was an off color joke. It was, a, it was an off color joke. Exactly. All right. Basically, Let, let's point it out. PewDiePie exactly was. was making Nazi jokes. He was making like he did this thing where um, there's a website. I can't remember the name of it right now. That basically, uh, if you're uh, let's say an indie performer or something like that, or you're an indie artist, or you have something to offer in terms of like the crafting type of stuff. What you can do is contract out your work um, indiv- on an individual contract through this website. It's kind mm-hmm. of just like, a, you know, let's say you do woodworking. Hey, I need someone who does woodworking. Uh, I'm going to pay you 50 bucks per piece. That's the price that we've agreed on or something like that. Or right, right, it up. right. And literally that's how we do it. Well, he kind of went through this service and he also just found like random homeless people from what i understand and he gave them money to like hold up like 
Hail Hitler signs and like I hate you signs and stuff uh, like that. See, that's, and that's... he took pictures of them and he's just like, ha ha ha, look how funny this is. Look at what I can make people do for money. Mm-hmm. What, was that seriously the, the gist of the joke? Yes. Okay, that's even more pathetic than I, I, th- I initially thought it was. Like, I thought it was like, um, people sent him stuff to laugh at. No. And he tended to laugh at that stuff or. No, but it was just what I understand is he paid people to uh, the signs, and then okay, it was like and okay, at, look, look at society, how corrupt it is. You can pay somebody to do anything. Oh, deep, fucking deep. I know. Man. Right? Here's the here's okay, the no no. Here's the thing. Trolling is a art. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a art. The truth is is like, look, we make fun of things all the time, like tragedies. And stuff like I don't mean we as in like me, Alfred, and G. I mean sometimes we as a we whole as a of humanity. Like that's that's a huge part of base of like of of comedy. And you know what? I understand that can be offensive. I, I really do. Yeah, but but the best comedy I feel always uses something offensive or shocking to make a social commentary. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? It's all about context. Yeah. And it's about con- like comedic timing is a real yeah, thing. Yeah. And if you fail, and even if you fail the social context part, and this is why satire is so hard to do properly, you failed the joke. The joke is not funny if you haven't if got you have some to sort make, of bite to it. Basically, if you have to explain the joke. Yeah. Like this is this is this is not talking about just like what PewDiePie said is if you have to explain the joke, if you have to <laughs> uh point out that it's satire, basically what you've done is you've A ruined your attempt at a joke cuz you're bad at it mm-hmm. yeah. and B all you do is look like an actual asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and cuz people think you're being serious about something that you're trying to be jokingly poking fun at but because you did such a horrible job, everybody thinks you're being serious, and now everybody thinks you're a dick. Yeah, and exactly, and you get dropped by Disney. Yeah, <laughs> I actually. Which is what here's the thing: stupid, just so dumb. It's like, how do you not? Th- you are contracted with Disney. How do you not? Think you know that- your reach as well. You, like, that's you the do. thing. Like you're. It's not even just the Disney thing. Like you know what you're. You have what is it like fifty million subscribers mm-hmm, or something yeah. like that, right? Like, it's not like you're a someone who's just starting off, and you're like. Well, maybe I can incorporate some of this into like mm-hmm. no, your audience comes to you for a very specific thing, and unfortunately for you, it's not Nazi jokes. Yeah, exactly, and it's because <sighs> I know for a fact some of the smaller personalities online have made comments like this before in the past, most likely, and it's probably been brushed off because it's like, oh, a, you're a smaller person, so no one's yeah. gonna really hear about it. And B, you're not contracted to Disney. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's what you want. Like, even if you're starting off, maybe that's what you want to brand, build your brand on is like, sometimes you have some offensive humor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously with PewDiePie, like, he gets the whole, like, raging kind of well, personality. He, okay, now, from, from what I hear, though, his videos lately have been very different than his early ones, where it, ha- it hasn't really been, like, I just scream at video games. He's right? growing as an artist. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. But it's, well, clearly not. He is. Uh-huh. He has a few missteps. And a lot of people are saying, okay, you know, it's not fair to him that, like, oh, he makes one little mistake and he gets dropped by Disney and gets eviscerated and stuff. It's like... It's not really a little mistake, It's though, not it? a little mistake, A. And it probably wasn't just one, because he made more than one video with... Like, I'm sorry, you you had to think about this. You had to pay money it's, to multiple people to make this joke and you that's ran the thing. with it. That's the yeah. thing about bad choices. I want to yeah. talk, like, in general, like... <laughs> Let's say you're on a diet and you're like, I really want McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. But going to McDonald's, like, if you cheat on your diet and you go to McDonald's, mm-hmm. like, it's not just about I want McDonald's and that's the bad choice. It's about putting on your jacket, putting on your shoes, the whole taking out your process, wallet, like, yeah. literally, like, being in McDonald's, thinking about what menu item you want to order. It's, there's this whole thing. It's not just he just walked by one day and he happened to have a sign yeah. that came out of nowhere that says, I hate, uh, I hate all Jews or something like that and saw a homeless guy and be like, oh, I have $5, this sign that came out of nowhere. I'm just going to make this bad choice now. Yeah, That's exactly. That's not how no. it comes together. And then record there, it. You there know? was pre-planning for everything in mm-hmm. that process and nowhere along the pre-planning did it hit him that hey this is probably not a good idea yeah and exactly again it's, 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 it's all about context and you know what i'm not even gonna say that disney is like um i wouldn't say like you know like they make jokes like that but they, they like some of their movies do have very adult humor some of the marvel mm-hmm. movies and stuff right but this is still crossing a line you can't deny that right yeah. there is a little bit of irony though because i'm not sure if you're like completely aware yeah. about like Walt Disney himself, yeah, who was not—he uh, was, was not he, a great human being, really. Yeah, he like, was. In he, many regards, I believe yeah. he was an anti-Semite, or he was something close. Um, um, like he—he he, he was many things. Yes. <laughs> he really okay. Um, 
there's a really famous story. Um, I, I can't recall the names exactly, but he, uh, he did have um, one of his lead animators. Uh, he accused him of being a communist in the middle of McCarthyism to get him fired, oh. basically. And uh, it was not because he was a communist. It was either because he was a, he was a Jew or he was gay, one of the two. Hmm. Um, and you know what? You could frame that as like that's different times and like different eras. <sighs> yeah, and stuff. but like, that, that, like you know, like looking back, you can't. Look, all well, I'm gonna it's, say it's, is it's like, a my, more, yeah. like my like I'm sure we all have like racist grandparents or something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's kind of what you have to look at. But I mean, there's a little bit of irony there where it's like there the is. whole PewDiePie thing. There is, but I mean, like it's a warts and all approach, right? I mean, like yeah. Warner Brothers, for instance, right? Like um, uh, some of the old Bugs Bunny cartoons are super racist, right? And like mm. oh, and, absolutely. Like, they're, they're, and like, there's, there's like a lot of blackface going. Oh on. god, yeah. cartoons in general. When you go back, yeah, whole racism in them. Yeah, well, but there's a but you're. I think I know what you're saying. Uh, they have a disclaimer. They have a disclaimer. The very and on their they're old cartoons and at the very front they say like you know for, for us to erase this from history is to say that it didn't happen right yeah. and yeah. we, we have like, to it doesn't we, reflect the current the current views of the, views company. Of the company and we yeah. if we we can't erase it because it's to say that it didn't happen and we will we have learned from these so yeah. uh this is presented as is warts yeah. and all right and that's i think is the best approach to it right yeah, but again that's truly important because it's to <clears throat> acknowledge that this did happen mm-hmm. Like it's not a good thing, but I mean it happened, and we learn from it. We yeah. we learn from our mistakes essentially. Yeah. Whereas you know, and you know what? Yeah. Seriously, PewDiePie, he is not going to lose subscribers over this. I'm pretty sure he's going. Well, yeah, it's not going to like he's going to slam down no, no, to no. like Here's ten million happen. subscribers. No, instead of like that, yeah. he's going to lose some subscribers because some people are going to react in the way of, "Oh my god, I can't believe he did this. I'm yeah. never watching his stuff." But again. he's he's going to be business as usual. But, for but, this, but the thing is, like, look, yeah. his raw numbers probably aren't going to get hurt. No. But what is hurt is his credibility, something that's intang- yeah. like intangible and you cannot measure. But the truth is, like, people will tune him out more right. often. Yeah, they'll, they just won't unsubscribe from his channel. Right, and it's interesting because a lot of people initially, for, for PewDiePie especially, were like, oh, he's, he's not even that funny. He just yells at video games, right? And then, like, he's kind of crafted his um, videos to be a little more clever mm-hmm. over time. And then now it's kind of just like, okay, well, maybe he's not that clever, you know? Yeah. Well, it takes a lot to build a reputation. No, it does. But I mean, like, you're going to make mistakes. But again, this is a pretty damn this big is mistake. Not a mistake. That's this a, is a that's series of bad decisions. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there is a video like a, either. I believe it was like three videos. I, I, I don't even know. Like, and there was like a history. Like, apparently he's had a small history of making like comments like that before on like Twitter or something like that. I'm not yeah. entirely. And, like, it, I'm, guess what? Yeah. I don't follow him because I'm I already yell at video games I don't mm-hmm. need someone else I don't well no it, it, it's kind of interesting though because um uh we're, we're starting to see other YouTubers kind of go this route like I mean um obviously there's like you know Filthy Frank right yeah. where everyone like is like oh my god Filthy Frank is just so offensive he's so funny but and that's stuff. his brand but that's his brand and, and he 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 understands how to deliver the joke yeah and sort of and he also like it's absurdist for one thing right sure. And it's like, there is a whole mythology to it, which is really freaking weird. But it's like, uh, the whole personality is just like, he presents it as like, you don't want to be this person. Mm-hmm. You do not want to be filthy Frank. Yes. And, and yet people don't get it, right? So I think like, again, this is why I think PewDiePie's going to be just fine. He's like, they won't get why he's being eviscerated for for his bad decisions right yeah but again like other youtubers are kind of j- jumping on this whole like oh like you know let's be super offensive right wing and like let's let's make this funny like h3 h3 productions lately have had like how to trigger sjw's in one step okay <laughs> or like or uh freaking jontron who was the next person we were going to talk about yeah Jontron yeah, is... I didn't know too much about so you guys are more or less the Fun- can i can i start off with a funny story first? sure yeah so I was talking with John Wheeler, who is, uh, as oh, you guys know, Proton John, yes. right? Yes. And this he will like, be back, by the way. He will be back on another episode pretty yes, soon. Yes, we're planning to have him on um, sometime. Oh, actually, you know what? I, 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 you can say fuck it. it. You can Our say it. Our podcast. You can say it. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's going to be on next episode with us. Um, we're going to do a almost a Let's Play episode if we can manage it. Hopefully, it'll work out. Yep. Um, but you know, in order before that, like I was just talking with him. And this is right around the time that John Tron also di- made his remarks against uh, the Women's March uh, that was like post oh, Trump inauguration God, and stuff yeah. like that. And I was just like, like, ha ha ha, like, hey, it's super famous, John Tron. Like when when I just like talked when I just talked to him, like uh-huh. just like really quickly, and just like you probably shouldn't be making those comments. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, 
oh he said some stuff on like twitter i'm like i'm like i don't know what the hell you're talking about like i don't follow oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. i looked on twitter i'm like oh <laughs> smart he's one of those people so like the, the yeah. first thing i had to say was just like yeah first of all i'm kind of sorry but i didn't know and b uh I hope you haven't caught any flack, like mm-hmm. some misdirected bullshit uh, at you because of the whole similar naming situation. And yeah. No. And he's just like, thankfully, no. But I he doesn't want to be associated with that, right? No. Yeah. And no, no, see, John's a really good dude. But and this is the thing. I don't get it. Right. Like, OK, when when Game Grumps, the first generation Game Grumps, like broke up, right? It was yeah. Aaron and like ditched John. Right. Basically. Well, there was I don't want to get too much into it, but there was like rumors about but like like they have political disagreements political disagreements was part of it sure was what aaron said i think right and we're starting to see that you know like and it's it's just it's kind of mind-blowing to me because this guy is first generation persian he's his parents are mm-hmm. from iran mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and yet he's like very vehemently pro-trump which well, is kind of like, interesting to me isn't I don't it know. sean spicer also where people like people were calling him out um on like you know saying the things that he's done for like you know for the white house press because mm-hmm. they, they were like your grandparents were immigrants dude like yeah like, do you know what you're saying right no like, okay have, well well sean kind of... spicer has no idea what he's saying this is half true. the time this is so true. i mean like could they have and, picked and the a... truth is he's being told what to say no he's being told what to say but goddamn could they have picked anyone more unlikable than sean freaking spicer holy crap i just he has such a punchable face i mean when i see that, him can you just look at any of the personalities so to speak Behind the Trump, behind tr- tr- the Trump organization that keep going on television, yeah, not kidding. Fake my f- news, fake oh news. god, my favorite Kelly thing and stuff. Yeah, my just... favorite thing just on. Uh, I know we're getting away from the whole John Tron thing, but um, just another thing on the White House, like Justin Trudeau recently visited the White House. Oh right? god, the handshake, like, yeah, that the so handshake, all, yeah, his counter handshake moves <laughs> so on point. Oh he, man, this is like this is an analysis video where it was just like, how does he counter like the weird like pull and grab thing that that. Uh, Trump does where it's like kind of spastic and it's like well first of all he has like a pretty strong grip himself and second of all he balances himself by holding on to like Donald <laughs> Trump's shoulder not like holding on but like he just kind of like subtly just like yeah like a nice handshake where he's one hand's holding the shoulder and the other one's like shaking the hand so it's very like mm-hmm. it looks very smooth and the other thing is that I didn't think it was going to be like as funny as it was but like the whole Ivanka Trump how she was like, oh, watching yeah. Justin Trudeau, dude. The whole time. dude like, that, that's like every woman who sees Justin yeah, yeah, Trudeau. But like, I, I mean, like, like, like it's new, a meme, right? I'm guessing so. it's a yeah, like it's a new meme, or like probably on Tumblr or something, where it's like married woman and Trudeau, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. how they just like stare at him. But then someone pointed out, it's like, have you seen the way that Trudeau stared at Obama? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the same like dreamy like. <sighs> yeah, come on. Now. And there was all those. There was all those it, Joe like Biden everybody memes. Everybody looked at Obama like that. Well, there was no, no. Joe Biden mm. looked at Obama like that. Yeah. Yo, the Joe. <laughs> the Joe the Biden, Biden meme is the best thing too. Oh my yeah, god. The Joe no, Biden memes like are great. The best bros. Did you watch? Did, have you seen like the one where he he received uh, the Presidential Medal of or something, something like that? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, sorry, dude. I'm not American. I don't know all. Yeah, no, but, it was, but that ceremony A was like tops, and B like. Like that's like serious, bro. <laughs> he is winning for bro a bro hug. Right but no, dude, Joe Biden is so brazen sometimes, and I love it because, like, okay, the the day after the election happened, and yeah. Obama the night before said that you know no matter the outcome, the sun will rise the next day, yeah. right? And we will have a new president. The next day, of course, everyone's super depressed. The press sitting in front of the lawn is just like, oh wow, you know, and uh, Obama's like. Uh, you know, it's like, and I'm sure Mr. Trump will do his job to the best of his ability. And then Joe Biden draws the gut, the cross, <laughs> yeah, <that's> right, <laughs> like right, in full view at the press. It was so good. I was like, <laughs> he's like subtle, but good. Not subtle at all. It wasn't even subtle because uh, everyone laughed. No, but know. the thing is, he didn't say anything. He didn't that say anything. That was the important part. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, back to John Sean. <laughs> so, um, it's so just, he made some comments about it's not even just the, the comments march. on the women's march you know he's been consistently like um unapologetic for a lot of his actions when called out on mm. and he hates like quote-unquote pc culture and sjw's quote-unquote right i'm like okay first of all I, I have to say that i am also against that like the the the, the brand of social justice that tumblerina has try to try to that, enforce like, on people there is right? such a thing as going too far with going it. too far yeah, within yeah. any direction yes and there's always the thing where it's like the right place at the right time right, right. 
So it doesn't matter if you are PC or anti-PC, you have to be aware of, again, your strategies. That's, again, that's how you make jokes is that you're aware of your audience, you're aware of mm-hmm. the situation. It just goes back to all of that. Like, it's a social awareness level. Right, that yeah. That you want to hit. And it's, but the thing is, it's it's not even, like, he wasn't even making a joke. Like, he, he once called someone the R word, right? Yes. And, like, completely unironically, mm-hmm. you know? And someone was like, you know, you should probably apologize for that, right? And he basically went on a three-page Twitter rant about why he had the right to say what he wanted to say and call what people call people no matter what, like if it hurt their feelings or not. And he refused to apologize. Mm-hmm. And then like his fans jumped all over these people, right? You know, and then like, okay, dude, if someone's offended by something, right? And here's here's the thing about getting you don't offended. get to decide why they're you don't, okay. First of all, yeah, you don't get to decide why someone else is offended. Okay. Mm-hmm. Secondly. How freaking hard is it when you have millions of fans who, who will back you up for anything you say, right? Just to say sorry. To look like a better person. To look like a better person. I don't Even get it. Even if you're it, a you know? worse person in private, which a lot of us are. Yeah. That's the actual truth. <laughs> there, you, you have a public persona as well, right? And you yeah. have millions of fans who will like bow at your feet to say, look at him. He was so on point with that. You don't, don't like, look yeah, at him. Don't you want to be known as that person who's like, who is oh, altruistic like, and then owns up to their mistakes instead of being this asshole yeah. who goes off the deep end, which is what he did. Right. But that's the thing though. Even though he did that, there's still a ton of people out there who are like, Nope, he's right. No matter what he's right. Yeah. But I mean, like <sighs> that's the scary thing. About what, fans. What, and that's the scary thing about fans. Right. Like, but I, I want to say, okay, like w- w- with his recent kind of like outbursts, I know he's lost a lot more subscribers than like say PewDiePie has. Right. Mm-hmm. Because PewDiePie made a mistake. With yeah. his bad jokes, right? This yeah. guy, John, he's Tron, not making jokes. He's not making jokes. He's serious about his beliefs, and he is hanging on to them and vehemently defending them and saying that anyone who disagrees he's doing with doing ask me anything. I think either this weekend, oh or god, like uh, I don't want to see it. Re- like, like in, I already know how it's going to go. It's scheduled coming up or whatever. And I'm just like, look, I just don't think that you can justify yourself. No. Like, you can't justify it because you don't understand where the line is. No, exactly. And um, like uh, uh, something else I want to mention, like there's some other YouTubers out there who are pretty like fringe. You know what, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, like alt-right. Alt-right, yeah. No, like <laughs> full-on alt-right. Like um, it's huge on YouTube. You know, okay, so we got InfoWars. So we got... Sorry. You- <laughs> it's huge. Sorry, I can't shrink my hands right now. Like, uh, um, but... It's okay. There's Infowars and Breitbart who are like, you know, like the, the mainstream sure. alt right. But then you got yeah. the fringe, like conspiracy freaks, right? Like Sargon of Akkad and like the pseudo pseudo intellectual. Are we getting side. into like 9 11 was a. Oh, yeah. Or Holy moon crap. Landings? Moon landings. Moon landings, 9 11. But it's also like, you know. Contrails. Like, no, it's not me that. It's like, you know, uh, feminism is a Jewish conspiracy. Yeah. Or like, you know, SJWs are out of touch with reality and like, you know, wage gaps don't exist, you know. Uh, sexism does not exist capitalism works all the time 100 percent. like it's it's that kind of like i'm not open to other ideas flat out you know? and, and can i like i just want to bring it back to like yeah i just don't want to get too too deep into the whole like political leanings and everything like that yeah, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. truth is is like why are we talking about this and i'll, I'll i'm going to be honest one of the big reasons is that i'm going to break the news that you know it it's not that I was like, I'm a fan of Game Grumps. I was a bit of a fan of John Jafari, but not like, I can't really support that. And guess no, what? exactly. As an, like, being a con, that yeah. even if we want to bring in guests yeah. and stuff, we're not going to be looking at him anymore. We're not going to, we're, no, exactly. we're never yeah, going to, yeah. like, like, I'm not saying that we had specific plans to ever book him, for example. Mm-hmm. And this is putting it out there. It's like, well, you know, like, thanks for tipping the hand. It's like, no, this is just, he's hurt his brand. That's yeah. one thing, and number two, and is just he, like, does, we we as a community could not advocate really support those, him. We can't yeah. advocate for him. We can't. We can't. We don't want him, or not. We don't want those people yeah. with these ideas that they are right and and being hurtful, right, to and be around. Like, and that's see, just not something. That's gonna <laughs> a lot of people are gonna be like, "Well, he's entitled to his opinion, and it's not fair to him to to discriminate against his opinion, right?" As much as SJWs are entitled to their opinion, he's entitled to his. But that's look, we're entitled. Look, we're entitled to ours. But look, okay, we are entitled to ours. But if you say that women don't deserve equal rights, that's a shitty opinion, and yeah. we can shit on that as much as we like, and, and we can blacklist you as much as we like. And anybody because that's our opinion. We want to bring in. Yeah. Yeah. We're essentially saying we endorse this person because yeah. 
we think not only are they good for our fans, yeah, like that we, we want, want you to we have, want yeah. to expose our fans to these individuals that we bring in. Yeah, exactly. So and if if he doesn't line up with our mantra, which which sorry, like I'm we we are inclusive. We're pretty open. We are open minded. We are inclusive, right? Yep. Um, we don't tolerate harassment on our con con grounds. It's built into our policies, right? For God's sake, we released an like a rainbow O wing in support of LGBT and, and allies, actually, right? I think it's. I could be wrong, but I think it's either the most popular or like most best. It is, and one. every single time that pin comes out, it sells out. So that's, yeah. that should tell you the leanings of our of our community, and we're proud of that, right? So again, like the the, the fact that we're sitting here talking about how we're never going to get JonTron as a guest and means that he has hurt his and yeah, me neither. And that means that he has hurt his brand, yeah. right? And he has lost subscribers and he has lost credibility. And and I, I want to put this out there as well for like because you know what the truth is, a lot of people don't see like the both sides, like. You know, when you have the public uh, figure versus like the private figure, right? Mm-hmm. So, as event managers and people who bring in guests and stuff like that, um, and I see this at Calgary Expo, I see like, yeah. uh, like, you know, you hear about guests who are divas and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth is, they might be divas, but when you're getting your art, you're in line getting your autograph or your photo with them, yeah. they just put on their little smile and their little act, dance and act and stuff. And that's fine because guess what? They are. Selling an experience. S- selling that experience yeah. of, you know, you meeting them, so on and so forth, in a positive light. And right. if they're total assholes in, 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 like, you know, behind the scenes, that's for the con staff to deal with. But the moment that they're going to be a total asshole the whole time, that's just not going to fly. No, exactly. And um, that's exactly why. And, and like, like, you know, cons have dropped guests before, right? It, it, it happens, yeah. especially for things like this, right? So Disney um, ain't the only group that can drop a contract. Yeah, I mean, you've heard of yeah. it all the time. There's been many cons in the past before that some celebrity just didn't line up with their stuff, so they're just mm. like, "Yeah, no, we dropped this person." Right. And, and the truth is, like, you know what? Some it might it might hurt us. It's not like we can't ban everybody, and mm-hmm. everyone is right. entitled to their opinion. But as long as they're kind to you mm-hmm. guys, right. then we can deal with no, being exactly. assholes in private. But we're not going to deal with with them being assholes in public and public. so it's off the deep end happen. as well. And yeah. by the way, just to add a little cherry on top, so Sargon Avakad, I mentioned him. He is a again like a fringe YouTuber who is very, very, very much alt right. Um, he calls himself an anarcho capitalist, meaning that like capitalism will solve everyone's problems, basically. Right, like that's a massive, sure. pure, like like what you're saying is like pure capitalism, so pure capitalism, like literally yeah. every person. So, so th- this guy has basically never Googled the term poverty. He hates poor people. He hates SJWs for even attempting to address social issues. He hates feminism because he doesn't feel women are unequal. And he thinks feminists are whiners. And uh, JonTron spent about three hours talking with this guy. There's two one-and-a-half-hour podcasts of like an interview with JonTron with this fringe alt-right guy. Right, like that's so far off the deep end and so off the like the, the spectrum to like what we're used to with JonTron, and it's just like he's not only dished his whole like you know video game shtick now, right? Mm-hmm. He's doubled down on the whole. I'm he's, like, an, he's unapologetic, that's unapologetic. No, not only just unapologetic, he's proud of it. Yeah, and that's the problem here, right? Like, dude, how many million people, like especially in the political climate now, right, can tell you that you know your views are problematic, mm-hmm. right? And it just boggles my mind. He, I think he also said that he was in support of the Muslim ban as well. And this is coming from a guy whose parents are from a Muslim country and yeah, are very like and very would likely. not and he would not be allowed to come back into the country if like the Muslim ban was still happening and stuff, mm-hmm. right? So like it, that that just kind of it's boggles my insane. mind. Yeah, it's pretty stuff insane. like that just honestly boggles the mind. And, and, I, and you know, people have been speculating maybe he's got some like depression or like some other issue that's causing him to lash out or something. Like it's just so off off the radar kilter. off kilter yeah oh that's anyways i think we are gonna wrap up on that topic yeah it's not something I th- that I think we it's usually do is yeah. like expressly have this like i don't know heavy kind of package for you guys social and political yeah but at yeah. the same time we should address it because by saying <clears throat> by not talking about it we're basically saying yeah. it doesn't exist yeah this is this is where it our exists. stance and it exists it is and this part is of where our, our stance right now yeah. we need to address it and be if like you, yes this is good or no this is yeah. bad and, and again like on the whole like what we do as odafest uh organizers and event organizers we realize kind of like it's just we're trying to show you that we realize like um 
we're trying to be aware mm-hmm. of who it is that we bring in. We right, do. exactly. And um, it's, we do a lot of research on guests before bringing them in, always. Mm-hmm. So, um, even if, like sometimes whether they're a big name mm-hmm. or a small one, like they have to fall in line with what we want you guys to experience in terms of yeah. like being a, having a good time. Yeah. Right? Or we don't know. want you to spend your money to like see some guy who's going to call you like names yeah, and, and exactly hate you even in private. Yeah. Or like, you know, common sense or common human decency, but that's mm-hmm. my opinion. <laughs> um, it's not so common anymore. So that was, yeah. Oh <laughs> God, especially nowadays. Yeah. So anyways, that was a really, really, really roundabout way of saying we're never getting John Tron. So, <laughs> um, we're not going to get, he's, people. and he'll, he'll could be like, well, I was never going to go to auto fest anyways. It's like, that's not really the point. You that, missed that, it. That's nice, bro. That's <laughs> yeah. nice. You can go to, uh, your Breitbart con or whatever and yeah. you can rant about stuff there. Uh, anyways, um, on to more. Can I talk about something that I'm a little bit, I'm not sure if I'm super salty about it yet. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about more Zelda because that's clearly You're all salty I know about the Zelda DLC. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. I'm yeah. not sure if I'm 100% salty on it yet. Here's but the thing. It's, it's weird. I, like, I, I can see where you would be salty about this, and I can see where a lot of people out there are like, what's going on, Nintendo? What are you doing with this? Why does DLC exist before the game's being released? Yeah, no kidding. But I mean, that's the number one thing. I know you want to call it a season pass, and other games have season passes. Yeah. That's not the problem. The problem is like. Nintendo's doing it. That's the problem. No, 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 no. Well, that's not even the issue. Really? It's really not. Like, okay. Because. When it comes to, like, people are like, well, shit, like, Nintendo is going to make people pay for online now. I have faith in that because that can really potentially make a better service. Like, yes. when you feed money into a program, guess what? When you're giving an organization capital, it means that they can, prov- like, in turn, provide better resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can That's put more effort and resources into the product to make yeah. it better. So, but the thing is with, like... Pass season pass or DLC and stuff. I tend to think of it as something that comes along later in its life. And the way that it's supposed to work is you're supposed to go in on March third when the Switch is released and the game is released, and you have an option of buying this twenty dollar. I think US, so it's probably going to be about thirty bucks for Canada, and um, it's going to include DLC that doesn't come out immediately. It comes out in the summer and then another round in the winter you're going to pay, you're paying for two things like that's why it's yep. called season pass yep. uh yep. it's going to carry out over mm-hmm. and that's great in that regard but why are you introducing it now why can't you introduce it like regular DLC i'm i'm complaining about marketing you mean like right when it was uh announced basically yeah like, basically like, it's the timing of the announcement it's not is... just like why couldn't you just say we're going to have DLC but why are you trying to sell me DLC for a, like i just spent $500 Mm-hmm. on this why are you making me spend another 30 dollars off the bat here's the thing um there's marketing reasons behind stuff like that um with the the sell the selling of dlc um when people go in to buy something and they look at a game that they're gonna buy in this case legend of zelda they're already gonna drop money on the game perfectly fine so people are like okay i'm, I'm gonna buy this game and, and i'm gonna have a great time and the game's gonna be great now on a marketing side you look at it and they're like well, if we later announce that we're going to have DLC at this price, whatever it may be, people will take a look at those prices and be like, hmm, maybe I'm still into this game, maybe I'm not. And then that will judge their decision of whether whether or not they want to buy the DLC. Hmm, okay. However, if you have the DLC packaged with the sale of the initial game, more people will inherently buy that DLC. So, no, but the thing is, though, like, is is there going to be like a day one all DLC edition? Because that's usually what Call of Duty does. It's season usually what passes. Assassin's Creed. Does. Yeah, it's a season pass, but like they also have like not just a season pass. They have like the game plus, you know, like a physical copy with everything on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't think it's going to be a physical copy with the game plus everything no. on it. I think no, it's I think it's just be like a code unlock kind okay. of thing. No. Yeah, it's just. Like and what about people? Like there is a uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a collector's edition. Yep. Okay. And I, I if I were a collector's edition buyer, which I am not, mm-hmm. I would feel a bit slighted on that. I would too, because yep. as a again per- on the on a day one release, you like you should be not only a that. Bit usually, about. collector's editions come with a season pass included in it. This is true. Uh, <laughs> okay, no, no, usually, a lot of them do. A lot they, of them do. On they, the, they, if you buy the digital the price version, is varied from time to time mm-hmm. from reasonable to ridiculous star wars yes yeah battlefront comedy battlefront, yeah 
<laughs> um, even Street Fighter comedy. But there's a big thing about packaging DLC with the initial sale of the game. On a marketing side, people tend to buy it more. I do understand. Which is why it's they do kind it. of like the impulse buy. Mm-hmm. I, and I understand that part. I'm kind of really. The other thing I'm questioning is, is like Zelda, as I know it, and this is supposed to be a whole new Zelda, like with new ideas and how we're gonna play. And I'm excited about it. I am, but is this a game I want to pick up in the, like again in the winter time, like six months after release, eight months after release? But that's the main thing. People have to consider their decisions a lot more nowadays when they're buying like, stuff like this. Games to me that have replayability are the ones that they're you're either like Skyrim has uh replayability even though it's not multiplayer no. or it's a multiplayer game that changes like, every time that you kind of play it. Or like mm. branching story paths and stuff. Right? Yeah. But I just don't I don't know what Zelda's exactly trying to accomplish. Uh, like they're saying that the game's bigger than Skyrim and stuff like that. Well, it's that. open world, right? But it doesn't it doesn't necessarily change how the game's going to play like Skyrim's DLC is massive in that they add new sections of maps. They're yeah. adding a new dungeon in the Winter DLC. They've confirmed, but a dungeon isn't really mm-hmm. a whole lot. A dungeon yeah, is maybe an hour of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Skyrim added like uh, with the, what is it? Hearth, Hearthfire, Hearths, Hearthfire, Hearthfire, something like that. Yeah. They added like, Houses, yeah. They had housing systems, how you interacted with NPCs. You yeah, getting married and stuff. Getting married like and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Dawn Guard added a whole new area and mm-hmm. a whole, like like new enemies, like vampires and stuff. It was mm-hmm. like insane. Like like DLC and season passes to me is like it's not an hour endeavor. It's like thirty hours. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. No, no, because uh, yeah, you base okay. it, you base it, base it off. How much yeah. you're paying, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, yeah. when you consider it, there have been games that have released DLC that has come out later than the game was initially released. Mm-hmm. With an, um, like you look addition. at Diablo, for example. Well, yeah, Diablo. And but then, that was an expansion. That was though. an expansion, not a DLC. Whereas, what is the difference? Okay, an expansion is a full price thing that is released, whereas a DLC is not a full. Price I think expansion's full length is is the difference here. Um, so it's intended to be the length. It's intended to be full length, yeah, and or the, at least the slightly. The content, is or at least I guess. Like I understand that like DLC can range from like here's a costume to like here's a whole map, yeah, or like here's some new stories. So you could say stuff, that an exp- yeah. expansion is a type of DLC, whereas DLC is just is yeah at this point encompassing. Sure, at this point, yeah, but I mean like Diablo's expansion got physical releases. Yep, is the difference there as well. So that's how Blizzard um, likes to do, though. Yeah, um, but like. I don't know. It's kind of interesting to me because, like, everyone's got this, like, hate on for DLC, but yet some people will speak very highly of certain DLC. Yes. Like, um, perfect example of Mass that. Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3, yeah. Which was kind of needed, but... Uh, that's uh, Okay, that's a whole different discussion, yeah. but... Yeah, like, Here's like, a perfect example, yeah. though. Witcher 3. Yeah, Witcher 3. Blow in line. Yeah. Witcher 3 came Tops. out. Like, amazing game yep. on its own. Later on, they came out with DLC for it. There's three things there's blood and wine no is it just two there's yeah blood and wine and well, if you want to count gwent as one but <laughs> no yeah there's a i i have i just can't remember the name of them but yeah there's like two or three dlc packs which are fucking amazing because mm-hmm. each of those dlc packs are amazing in the amount of content they give yeah you. here blood and wine is like and that's dlc yeah. done to the extreme and done really well yeah. So I, I guess the line's getting blurred. So I, I mean, but but keep in mind those cases are outliers, though, mm-hmm. right? They are. They're very much. I'm the just outliers. trying to decide. Which is honestly, like, yeah. I don't know whether I'm going to pick it up. I, right. It's not like I can't afford three right, dollars. Right, right. The problem is, is, like, will I? Do I see myself playing this game in past September? Honestly, the biggest problem I see with this mm-hmm. is any DLC nowadays that is sold before the game is even out it tends to be pretty disappointing. It's opinion. not worth it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like that's why I don't like it in general. Like the concept of DLC well, being released with the game release because, to me, that's just why didn't you put it in the game? Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's two big things with that. One, why did why is this not already included in the game? If you're selling it to me right away, why is it not already there? Two, the companies already have your money if you pay for this DLC. Yeah. They have no obligation to give you something good at that point mm-hmm. because they have your money. Yep. It could very much be like the literal worst content ever. 
But they'll be like, we already sold it. Ah, but see, like, I also feel that there is a motivation to make good DLC, though. Because keep in mind, game development costs are so high that DLC is now the dominant model, right? Pumping out one AAA game at its, like, it's $80 price point Canadian, but like, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, $60 US. Yeah. Pumping that out, like, like especially for physical copies and stuff but you have like a three or four year development cycle with hundreds of people working on it like working crunch time mm-hmm. you need dlc to cover those costs right so i think they're uh, eventually the game development costs are going to get so high we're going to see a motivation for people to put out better and better dlc reusing the same assets i'm and still stuff, sad right? <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> That's but what no, it comes down to. No, but seriously, though, I, I've seen some really cool DLC that I'm actually looking forward to. Like, yeah, uh, no, no, I, I agree with you. There's some really cool DLC. What yeah, is the like best DLC you've Uncharted, ever Uncharted, played? Uh, Citadel was great for Mass Effect 3, but again, that was kind of needed. Um, Uncharted 4's new DLC looks really rad. Mm-hmm. Um, the Last of Us had a really good one. Uh, very meaningful story for that one, I too. I think the yeah. best, the, the best for me is still probably, and this is like old school, probably, Diablo 2's like expansion yeah, yeah. is is like Lord of Dark or Lord of Destruction is still one of the best DLC packs I've ever played. Yeah, and that's I, to I say that like agree with that. it's not to say that like you know obviously Witcher doesn't have great ones and stuff like that. It's just like it added this whole new dimension well, to the game and the way that yeah. they did their patching is like once they released 1.10 I think it was back in the day like that patching is a form of DLC if you add enough like you know. Um, features or whatever and yeah, a whole synergy agreed. system with yeah. skills like that it, to me that to this day is still mm-hmm. like one of the best rpg oh. style games oh uh taken king for destiny that was uh oh uh, yeah i heard a lot yeah, of stuff about that that like i basi- heard that totally turned that game around yeah it, it, it totally did like it revived it, it basically revived the game yeah. so it's kind of like um you almost think it's like uh what was the one for final fantasy, final fantasy 14 the original no no no, no, no realm reborn right okay the thing with that was uh final fantasy 14 they released the game initially mm-hmm. and 1.0 was so bad everybody complained about it mm-hmm. but their fans there were still a lot of people out there who paid for it mm-hmm. and essentially the game was so bad even the developers were like what have we done mm-hmm and they essentially destroyed that world. Even storyline-wise, they even went in and destroyed the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. They went in and redid everything, mm-hmm. re-released it. That's why it was called A Realm Reborn. Mm-hmm. And they made so many changes. They improved on so many things. It literally felt like a whole new right. game. And, that, and that's kind of like taking King for Destiny. Yep. Like, sure, there's shooting right mm-hmm. uh and loot but like the systems and everything were revamped completely for taking king and even more so for rise of iron now so and i will say this yeah. for destiny initially on original release it felt like a good shooter yeah it, but the, that was the problem yeah the world was not yeah. pulling you in people was, like the game feel right it but like, felt good but it didn't like and then draw the, you in emotionally yeah. and then there was the grind right and it was just the grind and yeah. then there was the grind and then taking king made it so that grinding was actually fun progression was quick quicker right so i heard it also improved the story immensely so it actually yeah somewhat made you yeah. care about what yeah, was yeah, going yeah, on yeah i would say so than yeah, just yeah. Sure. Oh, generic things happening because mm-hmm. they're evil and we're good. Yeah, because we said so. Mm-hmm. Talking about like uh, some, I guess like just DLC, mm-hmm. but something that kind of happened super recently is that uh, Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, got yeah. a bit of a revival. Mm-hmm. Again, I think they injected their uh, essentially like generation Gen two. two Pokemon. Gen two. Yeah, uh, but around eighty new Pokemon mm-hmm. new, uh, being a figurative term. So like. You know, you they're new for your... Pokemon Go, but for yeah, I mean, like if you're, if you're an old school fan, like there. you already know all the Gen two Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I like I don't play anymore. I do know people who still play. Yeah, uh, a lot Me of them too. were trying to fill out their like original one fifty one Pokedex, mm-hmm. um, which is also weird that they. I don't know what's. I don't understand what their plan is right now because yeah, you I don't can't either. catch any of the legendary birds yet, and you can't, and they haven't said anything about Mewtwo. And it's not to say that they're not in the files because people who have data mined the game mm-hmm. have found that like Mewtwo and the birds are in the files, but but it's just like you've already released. Impossible. Yeah, you're giving me this like the 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 Gen two Pokemon before we're finished Gen one. Like, what is going to be so special or so amazing right. that makes yeah. me want to like? I don't have it on my phone anymore, and I'm a huge Pokemon fan. I just it's not a great game. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not okay. a great game. It's it's a like, good like, time waster. You're like, hey, there's a 
there's a there's you know a mm-hmm. Pokemon that I really like. I want to go catch it, mm-hmm. and then you're like, great. But what do you do now if you don't want to battle and stuff? You're yeah, like, I, I don't really care. So honestly, the, what I yeah. think they should add to it is something like citywide battles, where it's like the city versus the city. No, not that. I mean, like there is a legendary Pokemon that shows up in your city. And everybody in the city has to fight this. So thing. it's almost like how a gym, like a like a gym battle works. It would be except... a gym battle, but it would be all encompassing for the or, city dude, itself. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude, so. it'd be like a raid in, in WoW. Essentially, it it's be, a raid. Yeah, it'd be like a raid. Yeah. Their original commercial where it was like everybody in Times Square attacking Mewtwo. Yes, that it would. And I think be that. I, that would be sick. Sure, yeah. but they still just haven't done any release. Like I'm yeah. just saying that Christmas has passed. Yeah, the death right? of gameplay mm-hmm. is just not there still. Death right? of gameplay is not yeah. like. I'm a like when I say I love Pokemon, it's because like I'm not so much of a collector. Like mm-hmm. I only like so many, but I'm also like I used to be like super into battling and stuff. Mm-hmm. The battling system sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh just god, like, yeah. Like like there's an there is like the whole IV system where mm-hmm. it's like some Pokemon are genetically better than other Pokemon. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's like eugenics. <laughs> yeah, but, but on the other hand, the thing it's is, also... it's like you're just tapping the screen. You're just going like, hey, hey, can you like. Attack a little faster. Can you like smack this Magikarp a little bit faster uh, for me? Swipe please? left to dodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that only like, works if very, your phone is like synced up perfectly. If your phone lags a little bit, you'll swipe to dodge, but nothing will happen. Most phones lag on. Yeah, it. that's so, the problem with it. Which so is there's, why there's very little depth in the whole like sense. level, the whole mm-hmm. experience level thing we've talked about to pieces, where it's like it's just so much to go into and yeah. want to level to like 30 or 40 yeah. or yeah. i think 50 was the maximum i don't remember yeah, anymore like that, yeah but the whole again it's just see and i'm not gonna do it again and i don't want to get how i it. rationalize how popular that was was that a was a novel concept and you know nostalgia it is that, right? it is very no, no no but like the thing is i think so many people were so on board with that game just in the hopes of something better right it, they got on board for the potential and the potential is not delivered mm-hmm. and that was the problem i will say like i had fun in the short time that I yeah, yeah. So, but so then I, it peters of. out very quickly when you realize that yeah. it just takes up so much space on your phone. And it was a novelty just, concept. It was a novelty concept, and it just wasn't executed well. And you know, if it was, and you know what? Instead, because we were just we were kind of crapping on the antic for a while, you know, um, for not taking care of their game and, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, oh, Nintendo would have done it better. Well, Super Mario Run. <laughs> Didn't do so. No, well. <laughs> I mean like it, I, it got a lot of downloads, and and that's what like, once the, again the raw numbers are like they factor. look good. Yeah, but and the, that's the thing about mobile stuff, and no one wants to go and change that, right? There's no. attempts in the past to make mobile gaming kind of serious and stuff, right? But no one wants to go and change. But this a lot whole... of the some of that is just like that's the audience. Agreed. Like, yeah, my 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 mom won't play that stuff, man. She's gonna play like casino slot simulator, <laughs> yeah. and I don't understand that. Yeah, me neither. Look, that's not my problem though. That's yeah, like you know, that's that's, that's the genre, that's the genre that yeah, like, yeah, as long as there's an audience play. for it, yeah. and people are gonna be releasing that. Yeah, kind but of dude, stuff. there's so many indie games that could work on a phone, but they just like like it's just not a market because they they won't sell, right? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, but like there's some fantastic games that actually began as mobile games, right? Like Door Kickers, for instance. That was a, that was a great uh, PC game, but it was a mobile game initially, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like, like there's a bunch of indie games that I kind of wish had mobile versions, but they don't. Like Binding about Isaac, for instance, right? That would be a crazy mobile game. Yeah, but I, th- I, th- I think there might be an Android version coming or something like that. Ooh. But yeah, like Binding, Binding of Isaac would be amazing. That would be interesting, right? There are. It's just that's that's the market. That's yeah. the audience. Yeah, it's a hardcore um, game. It won't get downloads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go, in terms of like, maybe there'll be a Pokemon Go too. Maybe that will be good. Maybe, like, maybe our our technology will have. You're throwing a lot of maybe's out there. <laughs> There's always a lot of maybe's. Yeah, I guess. Like so. you want to talk about any kind of sequel, in general. Hey, well, well, that. well if you well, look at can, the most recent uh, mobile game that came out that was a, a big hit, so to speak, is Fire Emblem. Oh yeah, but I mean, again, that's not as in depth as an actual Fire Emblem. Game, no, though. it's not in depth as an actual Fire Emblem. It's simplified to the extreme. Mm-hmm. And people are getting to the point where they're just like, yeah, no, I'm bored of this. Yeah, exactly. So because it was it was a fun novel yeah. concept, but now they're like, no. I'm okay, done. well, but okay, well, I, I was going to segue into movies because you you mentioned sequels and when have sequels ever been good? Um, uh, John Wick two, John Wick two, John Wick two. Holy crap! That that movie was good. That. I still haven't sequel. seen John Wick one. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, uh, <laughs> we, will, we will show you. All you got, all you got know about. I know there's a dog and a man who is angry about his yeah. dog not being a dog anymore. Yeah, and yes. all you got to know in John Wick two is that he gets a new dog, but someone pisses him off and he goes and kills more people again. 
Yeah. That's all you gotta know. That's all you gotta know. I wish and they could. I wish they had like a different name for this movie. Almost John Wick. Yeah, yeah. Like I understand like, that's the name of the protagonist, but John uh, Wick Two. I don't know. Just like like Pupper's Revenge. <laughs> Pupper's. <laughs> oh God! Did you see that? Um, did you see the Rocket Jump video where it was instead of the dog getting killed, it was John Wick getting killed, and the dog goes on a shooting rampage? Oh, I, I have seen that. I did not <laughs> see so that good. one. Yeah. It's so good. It's we'll really show cute you after. Too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, but John Wick too. It, it doubled down on on everything that made the first movie good, and and they amped it up. And they, they amped it, it that up. much better. I heard some yeah. people didn't like it, but I'm not sure. Uh, like, I, I okay, I, I haven't seen the first movie, if so you I have go no... in expecting a very like serious. It's movie got so much depth with so much yeah. depth and like so much intrigue and this and that. No, 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 no. You go to watch this movie is hands down action, excitement, fun. No, but not even that. But like, okay, the reason I liked the first movie so much was that it it built a world, right? Mm-hmm. The world building was great, and then mm-hmm. John Wick Chapter Two just takes that and runs with it because they only know they've established they've established it. They're like, we have a world; it's been established now. Let's play in it, right? These and I love exist. that. Yeah. yeah. And now we just got exposed to no, more of these good. things. Yeah. And oh my god! Okay, John Wick and John Wick Two have made me more interested in playing like. Going around assassin murdery type games, like then, playing Hitman. For no, example. more than Hitman ever did, because Hitman is slow, methodical. Even when you go on like yeah, killing sprees in Hitman, you don't feel badass. Just watching John Wick two, I felt more badass. Yeah, dude, I walked out of the theater wanting to fight someone. Right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like Alfred, and you're just like. I have testosterone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, he just grew up. He was like, he just came out with a beard. The, the, the best way I can describe it is that it's like, like an, okay, if you, have you played Hotline Miami? Yes. Yeah, you know that feeling you get when you don't die a single time and you clear the level? Yeah. That's John Wick 2. All the way through. Or like, um, when you, you're playing like Assassin's Creed, like one of the newer ones with like, you know, much better combat. Or mm-hmm. Arkham, right? When you finish off a group of thugs without taking a hit. Yep. Kind of like that. It's that type of it's satisfaction a, a nice that gives you. clean run of masculinity. Yeah, it's that, it's that satisfaction that gives you, yeah. But um, it's interesting because, like... You versus 30 he, guys. He's so acrobatic. Is the... Is the, yeah. is the are the... Like, I mean, like I said, I haven't seen any of the movies. I don't yeah, know yeah. any of, of the info. But that just reminds me, like, in a... Like, when you're talking about gaming yeah. relation. But I would say that that's the feeling I got when I watched Kingsman's fight scenes mm, where they're yes. so clean but violent John Wick just okay, so John well Wick. choreographed in, in Kingsman like, bam 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 you yeah. remember the church scene I can't forget the church scene <laughs> imagine that for an entire movie that'd be amazing yeah pretty much it's like essentially John Wick dude the, the, the scene in the catacombs also I yeah. would like to point out that Kingsman oh. also has puppies in it so I mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a good kinship yeah, I, exactly. if I like Kingsman yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll so like John so what you're Wick. saying is puppies are puppies good. Are, Puppies, Puppies and violence. And action movies are a good combination. Yeah, like pretty much. Um, but yeah, like I mean, it's it's interesting because like uh, John Wick was such a simple movie. Yes, right. And then this one is simple movie, simple concept. Yeah, and then this one is not well, not like so simple. <laughs> this one's not so simple, yeah, but this it's one also is wow. Yeah, yeah. it's a, but it still fits in. You know, it's kind of yeah, like um, have you seen The Raid? It's like an Indonesian movie. Yes. Yeah, like The Raid too. Same sort of deal. You establish a world, establish a storyline, and then just go bigger with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you do a sequel. Speaking of, well, it's not really a sequel, but uh, Lego Batman, because you said that. Oh, dude, um, yeah, we talked yes. about it a little bit before, yeah. and then not really a sequel. Alfred, well, Alfred's seen it. I've seen it. I've seen. I've seen it. I think we've all seen Lego Movie. I'm going uh-huh. to see Lego Batman. I think on Tuesday. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. Um, okay, so I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, um, but it's okay. The fact that it's Lego Batman. Should tell you that it's still a pseudo sequel to the Lego movie. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah like a lot. I just of, like that Will Arnett's still Batman. Yeah, gonna be yeah, good. yeah. There's a bit of continuity and stuff, but I mean, like, okay, it's a Batman movie and it's Lego movie, so you, I'm good with you, that. Yeah, exactly. There are some surprises towards the end, and you'll love. And them, I feel so, like that yeah. the jokes will probably be a little bit better because they're going to be more cohesive jokes. Like I think a lot yeah. of like the jokes in Batman, not, not, sorry, in the like original movie? movie, not that they were bad, but they're a little bit more random and all over the place because yeah. you're introduced to this world yeah, but, that you don't know yeah. anything about, number right. one. Uh-huh. And number two, it's like, it's based off of the whole like creativity angle so the jokes can come from, at you from anywhere. Right. The thing goes it's not necessarily a bad movie, thing, though. but it can be right. uh, yeah. d- like really well, like really dispersed whereas mm-hmm. like the Batman audience knows what they're kind of going in for. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, but one of the things with the Lego movie is when I went and watched that for my very first time, I went and watched it in theaters and I was like, okay, this yeah, is going to be a kid's movie. This is going to be kiddie jokes yeah watching that movie my jaw hit the floor a couple times because i was like 
this is a kid's movie? Yeah. What's going on? No, no, no. It was also just like, okay, there's a self-aware humor yes. there, right? There's all like the 80s Lego jokes, yeah. which I loved, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, there's this kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of like atmosphere of the whole movie saying like, this whole movie is just a kid playing with Lego and you don't like that. Right, you're not a human yeah. deep down. Right, this joke is stupid. We know it's stupid. It's stupid because it's probably being told by the the twelve year old kid playing with the Lego set. But not right? just that. Honestly, some of the jokes in the Lego movie were meant for the adults watching. No, exactly. Oh, there's always, there's oh, always totally, that. totally, in, in, yeah, yeah. And it was just movie, like, yeah. I am well, so any happy good kids movie watching yeah. this. Yeah, because it was so entertaining. So, for me. so Lego Batman does that with like the same sort of deal. Self aware Batman theme. But with a Batman theme. And, and I'm there, down with that. There are so many totally in-jokes to the old Batman movies. Like, all of them, too. Really? Not even just the recent ones. nipple jokes? All of them. <laughs> I will not say anything. <laughs> there's nipple jokes. <laughs> there's there's going to be some icy puns. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's even some jokes about, like, some more recent memes and stuff. So, I'm, I'm a, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Um... Other types of sequels. Other uh, Logan super- came out. Logan, uh, no, did, Logan's uh, coming. Okay. Out. it's coming out. The previews uh, Logan's are out. coming out. Previews in March. Yeah. Um, the pre-screenings have started going out. People mm-hmm. have been watching it. Positive ratings throughout. Yeah, it's everyone's saying. I'm, I like the first trailer a lot. I don't actually like the 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 final trailer as I much. Seen the final trailer. The, the second yet. trailer with the uh, like the kind of like the rock theme yeah. going throughout, and then like the. I was with, like, uh... I just, no, I'm like not that. really sure if like I don't, I just there's some very obvious things that I just didn't really care about getting pointed out to me like when Xavier's like she's like you very like you and yeah. I'm like no shit claws <laughs> she's got stuff. claws and yeah. she's agile and she heals how could she possibly be like you with okay. all that aggression anybody who reads comics is like Logan X23 hmm yeah no I'm like I um, wonder. How could it possibly related? be like your daughter or your clone, <laughs> dude? I'm, but I'm like, no. The whole movie though gave me huge Depending Last of Us, you go for. Last of Us vibes. You know, yeah. like them riding. It does up. have a good vibe like that. Yeah, yeah there's a, like I there's love a very uh, yeah. us against the world. Yeah, mentality. And, oh my god! And now that you guys mentioned that, I'm just like, I can't wait for Last of Us two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that really mean though? The Last of Us two is this like another Final Fantasy bullshit where it's like. Oh, this is the Final Fantasy. This is the Final Fantasy 2. <laughs> and this is the Final Fantasy 3. Three. Wait a second. 15 <laughs> Final Fantasies later. <laughs> oh, man. Do you want to talk about bad DLCs? <laughs> yeah. But I'm just talking about... Oh, shit. Bad okay, DLCs. Wrong. Well, it wasn't... Okay, fine. It, they added a sombrero hat and some Chocobo stuff. Okay, cool. But still. How much was it, though? Uh, I don't even know. I I, I, didn't, I, I dished the game the moment I finished it. It was a good game, but I, I finished it. So, um, okay. but... um. Anyways, uh, Logan, it's previewing really well. Everyone's mm-hmm. saying it's the best Wolverine movie so far, which really isn't that hard. Um, but it's not super hard to do. But I mean, at the same point, the the fact that this movie is getting really mm-hmm. good reviews, um, uh, hopefully, part of the people who are reviewing it are also the people who have read through the Old Man Logan comics and whatnot mm-hmm. and seen that whole story. I have, I, I, I do have, have a weird hopes. question though. Yeah, like I have a weird question. Like, so, and it doesn't really necessarily pertain to just like the x-men franchise for example but because mm. i'm going to bring in right now another example from like star wars so carrie fisher as we know yeah, has yeah. passed away yeah. yeah uh like a month and a half ago or so at this point mm-hmm. and you know like obviously that was a sudden passing but the truth is that the characters that are iconic uh, uh actors mm-hmm. for the role that they're in so Logan by you know like uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, let's say Xavier. Um, you could say like Tony Stark and and all these other like, yeah. really iconic yes. yeah. actors. What happens when they start when they actually really do age out of their out of their roles in such a way that you can't replace that iconic level? It's not the same thing as Batman, where Batman yeah. is like like I would say that none of the Batman movies have an iconic Batman, um, an outright iconic well, Batman. Here's like, a, I, I always yeah. argue about like. Like, Val Kilmer is, like, a better Bruce Wayne than he is a Batman, for example. Mm. Yeah, yeah. George Clooney is a terrible Batman. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney's right. kind of a terrible and Batman have, and Bruce Wayne, but okay. But you have Christian Bale, who has who's a great Batman. But terrible a terrible Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, and so there's no yeah, iconic... Sure. So, so th- that's fine, that they can kind of move on and onwards. And you can look at 007, where 
Uh, well, Double Double O Seven. They just kind of don't like acknowledge the they fact that they change actors, right? Yeah, but they like, also don't have like there's an there's a thing where like you could have your favorite Bond, uh, but there's also a thing where the tone of the movies have changed from like yeah. nice, like like from something that's a little bit like more a campy cheat, like, to a little bit yeah. darker and with the whole Daniel Craig years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Daniel that Craig's so that's that's adapting. Yeah. With the times, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a that's sure. a yeah, yeah. It shows you know what kind of era that we're that we live in, but with comic book characters who live in well, their own universe yeah. very much so, and they're constantly being recreated and stuff. But there are iconic characters. Like there, well, you cannot tell it. me that Rob Downey Jr. is not Tony Stark. Yeah, there's ways right. around it though. I mean, like here's the thing though: with the comic universe, though, you do have a get out of jail free card. Essentially, you do. Right, like because you have so you much kill off a character mi- and you revive them and they're a different person. Well, not only <laughs> no. that, it's because you have these worlds of magic, mysticism, powers. Um, literally, there's anything that can happen in these worlds that, if ever came a situation of hey, we need to change this actor, as long as you choose a good actor to replace the previous mm-hmm. one. You can work it in yeah, using like, something and part of I'm the just universe. saying that like, they retcon the comics to change like yeah, yeah but, like, but like characters' things, faces. But look, yeah, it happens. It happens though, and we, this is if like you know we're going to be doubling down on comic book movies, which we are for a while now, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to have to double down on the storytelling tropes as well, right? I mean, like okay, Batman to me is is easy, right? Because yep. there's been multiple Batmans. It's not always Bruce Wayne who's Batman, right? This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Stark, right? It's not always Tony Stark who's Iron Man. Right. And there's, um, and again, we're living in a comic, we're living in like the reboot age of like movie reboots, right? Wolverine might get rebooted with someone else who's not Hugh Jackman. It might be successful, it might not be. Um, it's kind of like, well, I, I and X Men itself has been rebooted. Well, right? Spider Man, have we had? I was just yeah. about to say, like, three. Yeah. Spider Man is probably the best example of it where it's like, you thought you had like maybe a potential iconic actor for that role, mm-hmm. and it turns out there's just like, Toby is like, He's all right, but he's not great. And then you had Andrew Garfield, who was all right. He was all right. like, Toby was a great Peter Parker. <laughs> Toby was a great Peter Parker, not so great of a, of a Spider-Man. And then Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield is a great Spider-Man. Great Spider-Man, not, not so, so much. Not so great. <laughs> like, like, there's this and, whole and, and thing. This, and then this new guy is probably going to nail it, though, I think. But One like, would hope. Yeah. I still have problems with that costume, though. Oh, okay, sure. But I still, like, I just hate the, 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 that, he can do the eye narrowing thing, and I don't really care so much. But it's just that there's that giant like eyeliner eyeliner border. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Not all of it yeah, narrows. Not. It's just like the white part narrows, yeah. and it looks. I, I think if, if if all of it narrowed, I would have been okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I I'm pretty impressed by the homecoming trailer though. Like the the homecoming trailer that came out a while okay. back. Honestly, yeah, like, I'm, I, I was pretty. I'm impressed looking with it. forward to it for the sole reason. The newer stuff that keeps coming out, I am more excited for because they are doing a lot more research when they're doing yeah. these movies mm-hmm. instead of before it used to be yeah we have this name yeah they got powers okay go yep just what are they doing with aunt may and why is she aging in reverse yeah no <laughs> i don't oh, know God, that, that was no i'm I mean, sorry i get it marissa tome is hot and probably there's a sub storyline where like tony stark bangs her or something like that yeah <laughs> i'm not like look it's it's real okay but like aunt may does not have to be sexy yeah. I'm not saying she can't be sexy. She doesn't need to be. No, well, but again, comic books, though. Holy crap! Every female character has Look, to. Look, we're have... not all being drawn no, by. No, but the Rod best part about Aunt May no. was she was this older lady yeah. who Peter took care of, and that was the biggest thing for that him. That was yeah, because like, he was makes... always looking out for Aunt May on the side. Cause yeah, because be like... because Uncle Ben was like you know like was all... first of all they're gone, but also because they're elderly. There is a there's a real caring aspect to it. Yeah, whereas it's like. Yeah, Marisa Tomei is like forty, maybe, and yeah. she can, you know, well, I mean, and she can find weird. her own way. It's weird if you want to go with that look, right? Like, there's there's also other actresses who are very talented that could have filled that as well, right? I mean, um, Meryl Streep. Meryl, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl okay. Streep as Aunt May. You're oh like, God, Meryl Streep gets five minutes of screen time. And, and on that note, <laughs> yeah, that's a great waste of talent. Speaking of great waste of talent, I'm so sorry, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to talk about Ghost in the Shell because it's going to be terrible. Okay, so like we're we're done crapping on. We're, we are done crapping on that movie. Movies. We're done with that. I we, mean, it hasn't even come out yet. We can't crap on. <laughs> the original movie was good. Yeah. You mean when it was animated? Yeah. Yeah. It should have stayed anime. It should have stayed as an animated movie. I'm probably going to watch it, but I don't know if I'm going to watch it in theaters. Look, okay, I, I saw the CG opening sequence where they replicated, like, her being born. Yeah. You know, with, like, the, the tank and, like, the skeleton. That looks, like, everything looks cool CG-wise. Yeah, but really, like, judging from the trailers, 
her delivery of the lines is terrible. The storyline looks to be terrible. It looks bland. It looks bland and generic. It looks very, very her bland. her performance looks phoned in. She looks dead on the inside at every because press conference. I, well, that's I've what seen. she's. I think that's what she's supposed to go for. That's what I mean when she's like she's a great actress, but she's like being told to be a bad actress. She's like Kristen Stewart at no, but look, <laughs> you can be emotionally shut off and cold and be a and still actor. be convincing about yeah. it, right? Like, I'm sorry, like. This to me screams Anakin Skywalker in terms of like that oh, type no. of performance, right? Like, like that. I know some people can be mad at you oh, for no. that. Yeah. I, oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. But like, okay, like, okay. To be fair, Hayden didn't have very good lines to yeah. work with. Scarlet probably has better lines, or has but the star power, for her, or or has the star power to say this is a better line. Yeah. But just chooses not to, or just phones it in. We don't know. But maybe maybe I'll just be entertained by it if I can just do what I did for like the Hobbit movie, the Hobbit movies, which is just like forget that a book existed, yeah. which is really hard for me. Forget a book That's existed. Be hard. Forget you know the, uh, the the three Arise movies existed. Forget the two seasons of standalone complex existed. Forget yeah. Ghost in the Shell two and one existed. Forget the manga existed. Yeah, just like yeah, so screw, it. Is, screw all of it. Screw all of it. Yeah, right? remember everything that is the reason why you're watching this in the first place. <laughs> Alzheimer's is your friend. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Ghost in Shell. Sorry. So. Yeah, no, I'm probably. If, if, if I do if, watch it, if by I'm some miracle, way later. Than if by movies. some miracle it gets above seventy percent or something, or Rotten Tomatoes, I'll go. But like, if by some, miracle, I'm not going to watch it in theaters. I'm it not going to watch in theaters. Yeah, I'll watch it. It's just not going to be in. Theaters. Yeah, we'll see. I'm getting tired because that of way the... I don't have to pay. M- like, like it, if it ever comes out on Netflix, for example, right? I can yeah. just turn it off when I know it's already. Bad. Yeah, I'm just getting tired of the fact that. The industry right now is let's play on nostalgia and release nostalgia everywhere. But it's not even nostalgia for most people. No, but that's the thing though. Ghostbusters, Ghost in the Shell, literally all the industry is doing is going back and being like, hmm, it's powerful. What, what did these people had before? Mm-hmm. Let's just re-release it. We'll no, but, but like I mean, they could at least pay tribute or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like like Pacific Rim. That's a love letter to to Mecha anime, right? But it was its, its own it's a thing. Love letter to but it's it was its own, own thing, exactly. Movie, right? At least this is its own thing. So yeah. So. Anyways, that's pretty much all we have to say. Well, I'm sure because we have a I think we're we're going on and on, but we're running out of time, and uh, we definitely talked about a lot of stuff. Tonight a lot of different. That was very, kind of on the heavier side, or very critical, huge variety, very critical of topics. But thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. We appreciate it. That's episode ten. Yeah.